Good morning. I'm Peter Inch along with Steve Gilbert. We are the co-hosts of the Inch by Inch, the Home Comfort Show, presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. Thank you for listening today. We hope you will be able to listen every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 as we provide you, our listeners, with some information about your heating, air conditioning, and maybe a little bit about curling. But most important, we'd love to answer your questions, so please send them to inchbyinch at peterinch.ca, and we'll answer them on the next Saturday show. How's Mr. Gilbert? I'm good, thank you. It's a beautiful uh, day. We have, uh, I don't know if you noticed the piece of paper I put on your desk. I did. Uh, Our Inch by Inch podcast has been hacked by another person is using it. So we'll uh, make sure when you're going on your podcast network that you get the right inch by inch podcast. Really? Yeah. So uh, that seems a bit um, strange. Yep. So you never know uh, when you're. We must be so popular that that's what they're trying to do. Um, we're the 2023 Consumers Choice Award winner. 718 people following us on Facebook. Uh, We have a Hometown Hero nominations. If you know someone who is making a difference in our community by serving others, give us a call at the office or send us an email to that inchbyinch at peterinch.ca and uh, we are looking to honor some of those uh, great heroes in our community. Right. Um, So we've had some different, our first question here talks about something we've been dealing with this week. And it's, how do I handle warm days, then cool nights? Do I turn my air conditioner on and off, or do I just leave it on? That's a good question. I mean, your air conditioner um, is a cooling unit, so it, it's going to cool the house. And if, the, if you have it turned on and set for 20 or 21 or whatever you set your thermostat at, or maybe you're, maybe you're in Fahrenheit like you and you like it 68, I mean, if the temperature drops at night, your air conditioner is not going to turn on. So you can just you can just leave the thermostat alone and just set your temperature and forget it. Um, it's it, it it's when it's cool outside, it's going to cool down the house. I mean, sometimes in these nights, it it you you may want to bring your furnace on at that point in time. So that's part of the issue. But if that doesn't bother you a little bit and uh, it's going to be a little cooler at night when you sleep, then not to worry. Then just set your temperature at whatever temperature you want. Leave your air conditioner uh, set at your thermostat in, in the on position, and it'll just work as it needs to. Yeah, and I noticed last night I got home, and I have one of those learning thermostats. Yes, you get, yes, you do. And, and I walked into the house, and I thought, hmm, it's kind of warm in here. Looked at the dog. It was kind of warm. But then when I walked by the thermostat, let the dog out, went back outside, my air conditioner started up. Because it now realized I'm home. That's right. It sees that you're home, yes. Um, so that can also affect, you know, your air conditioner a little bit if it's really chilly outside. Yes. Um, so uh, I'm, you know, I'm going to adjust that thermostat so that it's just on a uh, single temperature all right. the time. Right. And not, not worry about if you're not there, going to the away mode. Yeah. But it's been, uh, you know, it's been kind of, you know, 20 to 28 yeah nice during the day get hot during the day and then it's cooling off at night so i mean that's it's it's that's hard because you don't really know um how to set your thermostat some thermostats have uh an auto feature on them 
and uh, really what that does is it, it sets a parameter so you can set the cooling at one level and the heat at another. Uh, they can't be the same temperature because that just doesn't work. They've got to be at least two degrees apart. And then you can set it to auto, set your parameters, and then if it cools off too much at night and your furnace needs to come on, it'll just come on. And then during the day, if the air needs to come on, it comes on. But um, it can't give you that precise temperature that maybe you want. Uh, so if you want it a certain temperature, that number all the time, uh, the auto feature is not going to work for you. You're going to have to pick either heating or cooling. Right. So uh, hopefully it's going to get so hot that all we got to worry about it's is just the air, air conditioning. conditioning. Yes. Now, this next question that came in, um, the listener said, what is involved with the purchase of an air conditioner? Uh, so from the purchase to the install, and what do I as a homeowner have to do in that process? Wow. I mean, that's, uh, that's, a, that's a big question. Uh, so involved in the purchase is you have to first of all you have to identify you need an you need an air conditioner and then you would make a call into our office and then from there we would uh, book you an appointment for uh, a sales associate to come out and do an assessment of the house so what we're going to do we're going to come into your house we're going to ask you uh, we're going to ask you we're going to sit down with you ask you a lot of questions about what's going on in the house um we're going to measure the house for what they call a heat loss, heat gain. That tells us exactly how big the air conditioner needs to be, how much capacity it needs to be, uh, as well as the furnace, because we check all those things. We measure ductwork. We check airflow. Um, we go through the house. Uh, if there's any problem areas that you've identified, we, we look at those more closely. And we really do a, um, quite a, a large assessment so at that point in time, we'll sit down, we'll put a price together, uh, and we do that with you in, in asking questions and seeing what you want. If you've got uh, a budget in mind, we try to work all within those parameters. Uh, if you are happy with the price and you decide to purchase, then from that point in time, then uh, we make out some paperwork, you authorize the uh, installation that you want it to happen, then I get on the phone to you, and I call you and... The most important step for you um <laughs> then you just we go through what we call uh, a pick list and really what we're doing is we're giving you uh, all the items that we talk to the customer about that we've that they've purchased and from there we will stage that you will pick all that equipment make sure if it's not in our warehouse we'll get it in our warehouse and then we give you an installation date and then on the day of installation that's a whole other topic well, keep going on that. It's the day of the install. What are we? What are they going to do? Holy cow! Do we have enough time? You got two minutes. I, I can't do it in two minutes. Find another question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, could, well, you can start it. I can start it. The day of installation. Um, our system will uh, will notify you that the installers are on the way, and when they get there, um, there's usually a team of two. There'll be uh, a tech who's in charge, and then he'll have a, a helper. Um, and then what they do is they'll introduce themselves. And then what they'll do is they literally roll out the red carpet for you. Uh, we put down runners. Red or blue. Red or blue, yes. Yep. Uh, we, we put down runners so that we don't uh, track anything in and out of the house because they're in and out of the house a lot. Um, they go down and they uh, typically, the sales associate should be there to meet with them as well just to make that a soft introduction. Uh, it just depends how busy we are. Uh, but then 
we'll go through the the job with the customer and the installer just to let them see everything that was talked about um, we verify where the outdoor air conditioner is going to be located or maybe they're switching to a heat pump and what that's going to look look like we talk about uh, the furnace we talk about where the vents are going to be all that stuff is is discussed um, and if there's Anything out of the ordinary that the uh, installer is concerned about, that's a great time to, to talk to the customer about it with concern. So um, sometimes we have to go across finished ceilings and the installer will say, well, I'm going to cut a hole here and here and here. Are you okay with that? Because uh, they're not going to cut a hole without making sure that you understand where they're going to be making a hole in the ceiling. So all that, uh, but we would have discussed that with them at the time of uh, sale that we would make have to make access in the ceiling in order to change venting or line set or whatever we're doing so um, when that's all done i mean then they just kind of go to work uh, and then when that's finished then they'll take the time one of them will clean up and the other one will go through the entire system with you and explain operation and how it works and uh, uh, make sure that you're happy with everything that's gone on and then they're going to ask you to pay them well maybe when we come back we'll talk a little bit more about that short process you just said that really takes all day long yeah. but you're listening to the inch by inch a home comfort show presented by peter inch and associates heating and air conditioning when we're not on the radio you can reach us at 226-499-3752 or always online at peterinch.ca and we will be right back Welcome back to the Inch by Inch, the Home Comfort Show, presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating Air Conditioning. We have Steve Gilbert, residential sales consultant extraordinaire, and Peter oh. Inch, average general manager. Oh, is that right? <laughs> well, listen, average general manager, we just we had a news bulletin that just flashed in, which is kind of which is hilarious. But. Yep, we want to thank Joan Henderson. Joan, yes, thank you, Joan. Joan has been scouring the city of London for speed starch. Spray starch. Well, speed starch. Oh, it's speed, speed starch. Speed starch. There's a particular brand. Yes. And then that, and it's because I'm a speedy ironer. Right. So. Yes. Well, you, and she you iron. has found that starch at Loblaws at Southdale Wonderland. So I may have to duck out of the show <laughs> to head over to Loblaws to pick that up. So. Joan, I cannot tell you the smile on his face when he just received this message. Yeah. Not only is he happy that uh, we have a listener, so thank you for listening to our radio program, but he's also happy that you found Speed Starch. I mean, his day is made. Yeah. I mean, I, the world could come crashing down now, and he'll still be happy. Thank yeah, you, Joan. Yeah, don't call in. I won't be here. I'll be driving shortly. Thanks, Joni. Appreciate that very much, wow. and uh, that makes my day. Make my shirts a little more speeds stiff you know, with the yep, with speed the, starch with the uh, creases just perfect. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, I'll have to take a picture of myself, please. And send yes, that. with your new can. Yeah, right, do it right in the aisle as you're picking yeah. up. Take a selfie with your new can of speed yeah, starch. We'll put it on Facebook. And how many? How many? If, if they've got twelve cans on the shelf, you buying all twelve? Oh, I'm buying all twelve. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to look for this There's again. no expiry date on uh, that, baby? Well, if there is, we'll use it before it expires. <laughs> that's for sure. Now, before the break there, we were talking about the purchasing an air conditioner, installing an air conditioner. You gave a detailed on the purchasing, and then you kind of whizzed through the install. You so, said I only had two minutes. 
So we're going to expand a little bit on there. So, All right. So I mean, so now that we've got to the introduction, gone through, talked. Right. Now we're going to have one guy that's going to go outside, start recovering the Freon for the environment. That's correct. And yeah. we're going to have one guy downstairs that's going to make a lot of noise. But I just, I also want to tell customers like we need a little bit of space to to change equipment. So, I mean, we we need if. We need to have a pathway if the venting's going across the ceiling. We need to be able to get, we need to have access to that. You know, uh, hopefully hopefully the salesperson would have discussed where the venting's going so that you have that area cleared, as well as the, the line set for the air conditioner and then around the furnace. So we typically need about three feet all around the furnace uh, on every side in order to uh, typically remove it and put a new one back uh, safely. And that way... Nothing gets damaged in your home, and then uh, we don't cause, we don't get any, nothing happens. I mean, it just, it goes as smoothly as it possibly can. So there's quite a lot of work, um, as you say, recovering refrigerant, uh, because we have to uh, recover that in an environmentally friendly way, because it has, it goes and gets um, disposed. disposed of properly. Uh, so we, we are a licensed recovery station that way, and then... From there, we take that, they'll take apart that air conditioner. So, and we typically have to change the line that runs between the two because of old refrigerant versus new refrigerant. And refrigerant's changing again. So, um, that's that's on the horizon. Uh, so, you know, we went from R22 to R410, and now we're going to, now we're going to be going to something else. Uh, and all this is just to reduce greenhouse gas when it comes to refrigerants. So, I mean... They're even talking about flammable refrigerants these days, so that's interesting, like butane and propane. But I won't go there just yet. Uh, so, well, there's a guy outside working. He's going to remove that air conditioner, and then he's going to uh, set the stone down. So maybe there's a stone down there already. It's probably not level anymore, so he's actually going to pick that up, and he's going to re-level the area. And then if... If your stone is good and can be reused, reuse it. If we need to change it, we'll change it. But uh, we would have made note of that as well. And then uh, inside, the guy inside is going to be taking apart the furnace. And th- yet he makes a lot of noise. There's a lot of banging because he's banging sheet metal. And that sheet metal is kind of like a speaker system to the entire house. So that ductwork, you're going to, I mean, you'll hear conversations that are going on downstairs. You'll hear a lot of banging. Uh, you're just every sound that is in the basement at that point in time is going to be uh, reverberated through the house. So keep in mind it's if if you have if if you're on the night shift and you're trying to sleep, probably not going to be a good day for you. Well, or if you have animals or yep. ba- or babies, you yep. know it can be disturbing. It can to be them. disturbing. Yes. So you just have to be prepared for that. You might have to put them in one room or. Yep. Or just uh, so that they're not getting uh, too crazy on what's going on out there. And then there's also some odors because um, when they're putting the venting in, if you're changing the furnace, then you're gonna. There's a very strong solvent that we use to glue the uh, vent pipe together. So they, it's it's actually it's a it's a chemical weld that is used. So that piping never comes apart. But all that's going on in your basement, um, and it's a very long day for them. Um, it's always nice if customers offer them a, a water or coffee or whatever, uh, because it is a long day for them. 
And then when they're all done, they're going to walk the, the customer through the operation of the unit. Yes, um, and and they're going to and the other one of them is going to well they'll, they'll be cleaning up as well. That house should be as clean, if not cleaner, th- when they leave than when they came in. Inside and out. Inside and out. Yes. And then they're going to talk to them about maintenance, the importance yes. of maintenance as required, and ongoing maintenance and filter changes and humidifier pad changes, all those things. That's all very important, and they're certainly going to go over all the system. And then downstairs, they're going to leave all the manuals and everything in a pocket at the furnace. And uh, that's important because we don't want those manuals to end up in a kitchen drawer someplace. Right. Because if a technician comes in in a few years and he needs to look at the manual for whatever reason, if you can't put your hands on it, it makes it very difficult on him to, to access that manual there are ways around it. I mean, we can do everything through our phones online these days, but if the manual's right there, handy, present, it's the best. And then they're going to, like you said earlier, ask for payment. So yes. we're a COD company, so yes. when we're done the job, we ask for payment at that time. Yes, and we'll either have, I mean, some people use uh, financing arrangements that we that we offer. Uh, some people uh, will pay in other ways, but they do look for payment and um we even accept e-transfer these days, so it's it's uh, it's a great way. And then a week or so after, a couple of weeks after, there's yeah, going to be another after, project, yeah. another. Uh, so we call it the happy call. Really, it's just it's a it's a verification uh, that the that what you experienced went well. So the salesperson who was out that sold you the equipment and sat with you is going wants to come back, and uh, he wants. He or she wants to come back and just make sure that the that what you experienced was good, that you're happy with the equipment. Sometimes we have to go over that thermostat with people again just to because they'll have some questions. And if you have questions, like maybe it makes a different sound, or maybe um, we go through all that with you just to alleviate any concerns. And if we if there is a concern, uh, hopefully you would have called in before that. But if there is a concern, we we'll deal with it right then and there. So. If it's something where I need to send another technician back, I call you right away and we schedule a technician to come back and get that rectified. And you give them a gift, don't you, when you're there? We do, and I'm not going to tell them what that gift is. Golf ball? Curling rock? No, no, it's a surprise. But it's it actually, it's a very nice gift, and it's a, it's a, it's a great uh, gift that you can use on an ongoing basis. Yeah. And then we're done. They would... No, no. About a year later. Well, year, yeah. So, I mean, you're, you're never done with us. I mean, once you engage in uh, a sale with us, uh, we kind of hope that you're customers for life. So, a year from now, uh, we'll come back and we're going to do a maintenance and a checkup on that equipment that was installed. And uh, that one is the first one is in, is included in this in the purchase of your equipment. So. Uh, they're going to come and they're going to go over the equipment just to make sure it's gone through year one properly. Um, all things kind of need adjustment. It's kind of interesting how a gas valve can, can uh, when it's first set up, it's, it's got a certain amount of pressure in it. And you can go back a year later and it may be off just by a 0.1 or 0.2. But they always come back and make those adjustments just to make sure that the product's working properly and efficiently. So when you're looking to get a price on a new furnace or air conditioner or heat pump, that's the difference between Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning and most other companies. Yes. So we're um, 
You're listening to the Inch by Inch, the Home Comfort Show, presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. When we're not on the radio, you can reach us at 226-499-3752 or always online at peterinch.ca, and we will be right back. Welcome back to the Inch by Inch, the Home Comfort Show, presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. Uh, this is the time in the show when I get to do uh, an interview with one of our coworkers, and I am very happy to introduce... Nate Hordick. How are you, Nate? Not bad. How are you doing? Good. Uh, so you've, um, you're, a, you're a new technician with us. Yeah. And how, when did you start? Uh, about a month and a half ago, okay. almost two months ago. Two months ago. Wow. Okay. And so um, just curious, I mean, I, I'm, I love it when uh, young people get involved in the trades. It's a passion of mine. So can I, can I just ask you... A little bit about you and your journey. Uh, so how is it that you came to be a HVAC technician? Uh, I've got a couple cousins who are in the trade. Uh, just through talking to them, thought it might be something I was interested in. Uh, I was framing at the time, and I decided to get my first gas license. And now I have my G2, and now I'm working here. Oh, Okay, and how how was that? How was the experience uh, getting your getting your license? Uh, it was a little stressful because I took the I did the part time course, so I was basically away from home from six thirty in the morning to almost nine at night. Okay, for four days, three or four days a week. Okay, and that was in class. Yeah, Woodstock uh, Fanshawe campus, okay. and then eventually you had to get some practical work in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and how did that go? It, like, I guess that's that's when you like the schoolwork is one thing, but then when you get into practical work, you can kind of really figure out that this is something you want to do or not want to do. Oh yeah. Oh, I've enjoyed it so far. Having a good time. Uh, training with Craig was good. Oh yes, you got to you got to spend some time with uh, our our partner Craig Hearn. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's um, he has he's quite an encyclopedia of information. Oh, he knows a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so, been here a couple of months. Um, how do you like it? I'm liking it a lot. Like, yeah. And any so any challenges out? And like you know, you work with you. First of all, you work and you observe, right? So you observe Craig, and then the roles switch. Then mm-hmm. Craig observes you, right? Mm-hmm. And so how did that whole trend thing, how did that all transpire? Um, well, I've been on my own for almost a month. And like here and there I'll have a question, but it's just a phone call away. Right. I've got four technicians I can call if I run into stuff or run into issues. So yeah. it's been good that way. Okay. All right. Um, now I see that you've, I see what, three or four thermometers in your pocket? Oh no, there's just two. <laughs> okay, I haven't haven't left any of those behind. Oh, uh, not yet. Okay, <laughs> actually, I lost a um a magnetic tray yesterday. I oh, forgot. Oh, uh, that yeah. Small I mean, things. Yeah, things happen that way. Uh, now just family wise, Nate. Yeah. You know, you got family in the area. Oh uh, yeah, my parents live down near Port Burwell. Oh, do they? Okay, Port Burwell. Yeah. yeah. Got a sister, but she's a couple hours away. Is she okay? And uh, how are they? Are, are they? What did they think when you're making this move into the uh, into the HVAC world? 
oh, they're happy. It's yeah, yeah. And like you you know one of our partners. Uh, how do you you know Brandon Baldwin? Yep. And how do you know Brandon? I went to school with his wife and her family, like all her. Okay, like, yeah. A bunch of yeah. her siblings. Holly, yeah. You went to school with Holly. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. All right, that makes sense. And so, um, can you, is there something that's happened to you this past you know the past couple of months that stands out to you like um, a funny story or you know customers are and there are some customers obviously that. Um, just leave you alone and there's some customers that are just over your shoulder it does that bother you uh i mean not really i mean usually usually it goes fine yeah (laughs) there was um a couple cool houses the one guy had like a big lego collection which was cool oh neat okay and then a couple days ago uh the guy was like really into fishing, and he had like a whole wall in his basement of homemade lures. Which... Wow! Yeah, so you're you're getting your so you're getting to experience customers, and then they're they're kind of sharing some stuff with you too, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Are you? Do you like fishing? Yeah. Yeah. I try to get out there as much as I can. <laughs> so yeah. I, so then I suppose you two had a little bit to talk about then. Yeah. 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 Oh, cool. And so. Um, you're doing right now you're just you're really mostly just maintaining air conditioners right yep and how long does that take you uh depends if if you don't find anything the unit's easy to take apart you can be out of there in an hour hour and a half take it apart so you physically take take the top off yeah take the sides off yeah if if there's a bunch of stuff inside i take the top off and i vacuum everything out okay and then obviously you, you clean the you clean the coil so that it it can breathe. Yeah. So you're but you're in there for an hour hour and a half. Yeah. That's awesome. And uh, then do you bring the customers out to look at their air conditioner after it's cleaned? I take pictures. Okay. I feel like some people don't. If if it's like eight in the morning, they're having the coffee. <laughs> they probably don't want to get brought outside into the wet grass. <laughs> okay. All right. And so, because sometimes this happens to anybody ever offer you any drinks or food when you're in the house? Yeah, I've been offered like a glass of water. Nice. Okay. And do you take it? I haven't. It's, it hasn't been that hot yet. <laughs> I've got it. And I have a big thing of water on do the you? truck. Okay. Well, that's kind of cool. So, I mean, um, you're working on air conditioners now, and then eventually you're going you're gonna to graduate to some gas furnaces in the fall, right? Yeah. Yeah. Back and then Craig. So that means you go back out with Craig. And uh, what do you think? Oh, looking forward to it. Are you? More to learn. <laughs> yeah. And so you said that you were framing houses before you came to us. Can I just ask you, how did you, besides your knowledge of Brandon, um, how did you hear about us? Like, why did you come and knock on our door? Um, I was on ZipRecruiter. And I believe it was Rockstar HVAC. Oh, yeah, Rockstar HVAC. The recruiting yep, company yes. reached yep. out. Yep. And uh, I talked with a lady there, and I didn't even know it was Brandon's company that was hiring. Oh, that's cool. That's, and then, yeah, that's very cool. Yeah. And then uh, I think it was a few weeks, a month later, I get a call back. And actually, 
when I was on my vacation, I got a, a a message from Brandon was the first thing I got. And I was like, oh, right on. It's his company. <laughs> <laughs> he saw your name and said, uh, I know this guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's cool. So then you came in and you interviewed uh, with how many people? It was uh, Rob, Brandon, and Josh. Okay. You I mean, interviewed with the three techs? Okay. Yeah. Mm. And then did you have any secondary interviews? Nope. Just that one? Yeah. Well, you got off lucky, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they must have liked what they've seen, Nate. And so far, you know, from our experience, um, thank you for, for being part of uh, Peter Inch and Associates. We love having you. Oh, I appreciate that. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and um, you're just, hopefully you're with us a long time and you just, you, you'll just be one of these technicians that kind of grows old here. And um, it's, uh, there's, you're, you've surrounded yourself with a lot of great technicians. Um, they really are uh, customer focused, so they want to make sure that they do a good job and the customer's mm-hmm. happy. But yeah, they, they've been saying great things about you, so that's, that's kind of cool, right? <laughs> yeah. And so um, you got a busy day today? Um, I think three or four calls, yeah. Wow, so three or four calls, hour and a half each. That's, uh, yeah, that's that's a busy day. Plus you got to have lunch and a couple of breaks in there too, right? Yeah, somewhere in there. Somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, I just want to, there again, just say thank you, and um, I will let you get back to your day. But So you're listening to the Inch by Inch, the Home Comfort Show, presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. We're not on the radio. You can reach us at 226-499-3752 or always online at peterinch.ca. And thank you, Nate. This is Nate Hordick, a new technician at Peter Inch and Associates, and we will be right back. Well, welcome back. Uh, did you have a good interview with Nate? I did. Uh, he was a bit nervous on the radio, so um, I, I kind of, uh, he'll get better as as time goes, right? Yeah, and I ran out to Loblaws. Get my speed starts while you guys were <laughs> oh, doing did the you? interview. Yeah, nice. Okay, thank you. So thanks again to Joan. Appreciate people looking out for me. See, Steve? See, people are looking out for me. Got it. So, Got it. Um, we had some more. We had a bunch of questions come in this week. So one was, why would a capacitor need replacing on a maintenance? Why would a capacitor need replacing? Well, so when we go out and do a maintenance, part of our process is to check capacitors so uh, capacitors are batteries so they have a certain amount of um, I think it's in I think we measure those in ohms do we measure them in ohms yeah yeah so they have to have a certain like they they have a a certain performance range and if the capacitor is not running within the performance range it's going to fail and when the capacitor fails your air conditioner fails so if it's not working within tolerance um, and it's and you're, you're, if you're lucky enough that your equipment's under warranty, that's great. Then it, we can just replace the capacitor. Regardless, you're going to need that capacitor replaced whether you have to pay for it or not. Um, if not, you're going to be pretty disappointed when on a really hot day and there's a high demand on that capacitor and it just says, I'm done, and then your air conditioner won't turn on. Right, and when we have those hot days, the electrical grid has a strain on it. So the electricity to your home and to the units are less than normal. So when that happens, that capacitor needs to be at the top of its um, performance to make sure that everything starts and performs well. So if it's weak and we have a hot day and the electrical grid is is a little lower, that capacitor needs to be at the top. So 
it's good that they find it on a maintenance because that means they got it fixed before you realize there was a problem. Same sort of thing if they're looking at the contactor and it's pitted. Um, a pitted contactor is just going to fail as well. That's the thing that energizes the compressor and the and the condenser fan motor. So if it's got some, it's supposed to be a smooth surface. If it's pitted, it may not make good contact. If it doesn't make good contact, it's not going to bring the compressor on. And so. usually the pitting's caused by earwigs. Yes. So, yeah. you know, we seem to have years where earwigs are really bad. Yeah, and, and other they times f- they're okay. Yeah, yeah, and they affect that air conditioner. But that's all That's all kind of, that's a standard thing that they check on an air conditioner. Um, our guys, you'll see, maybe do things a little differently. I mean, you'll, if you ever look at our Facebook posts or Instagram stuff, you'll see that, you know, the air conditioners, the guys typically take them apart um i don't know too many maintenance companies that will take apart an air conditioner condenser fan they just usually kind of look at it spray some water through it and call it a day but i mean we like to get the crap out of the bottom of it so that the drain holes are free uh and and we really do a, a thorough thorough cleaning and testing on your air conditioner unit now you were out uh last sunday golfing at hickory ridge what did you shoot what did I shoot? Yeah. What was your score? I, I shot nine strokes better than I did the week before. Okay. What I, was that? What I was shot a 45. Well, you were two strokes better than me. Yeah. So there you go. But this next question came, must have came from Hickory Ridge. Oh. It says, what do I do when I find one of your golf balls with the 50% off a maintenance? Oh, did someone find, did someone find uh, one? Obviously. <laughs> Well, when you find one of those golf balls with the uh, 50% off, you call us in and, um, and you say you've got one of our golf balls and uh, you can schedule that maintenance and it, it, it is what it says. We give you 50% off the maintenance. So we can go out there and we can do the maintenance for you 50% off, but we will be collecting that golf ball back. So uh, you can't keep that golf ball and use that maintenance year after year after year. Uh, it's kind of a, kind of like it's a, coupon use it like a coupon so i mean if the golf ball is worth more than the maintenance i mean it's an expensive golf ball yeah right well i'll tell you if, if you got a scuba suit yes hole one <laughs> right in front of the uh the t-block yes there's a few in there okay and hole six which is you know off to the right when you're driving there's a few in there so oh. if you really want one put on a scuba i'm suit. pretty sure that that was not me that put those in there no no, you were to the left on hole six into the woods. Oh, was I? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I so. Or it could be left of the T block into that person's backyard. I've seen a few go there. Okay. But, yeah. But nope. So uh, if you find one, bring uh, call us up, book the yeah. maintenance. Or you know, the guys. Some, some people like to bring them right into us, which is kind of interesting as well. <laughs> yeah, so they yeah. drive here. Yeah, they drive here. What are you with this? Yeah, they found it. So. <laughs> um, we had a question come in that says, "Can a heat pump?" be installed on an existing furnace uh so the answer to that question is yes it certainly can because it it looks it looks like an air conditioner and installs like an air conditioner but there's a lot more there's a few more components with it uh we use an interface uh, but we have some requirements um not all companies do this uh but there again we're a little bit different we when we sell you a heat pump and tell you it's going to work we want to make sure it works. So we're just not going to take your money and throw it on any old furnace because we know it may not operate the way it's supposed to or it may not operate properly at all. So we have some parameters that we are uh, 
really stickling sticklers on as to what furnace you have. So if you have a furnace which is 12 years or younger, so that's ages 1 to 12, and it has an ECM motor, that we will put a heat pump on that. But with those parameters, we will also be doing a, a blower check and blower cleaning and secondary cleaning, secondary heat exchanger cleaning to make sure that there's no going to be no issues with this new heat pump whatsoever. If you just go and throw a heat pump on an existing furnace, any furnace, if it's got a if it's got a PSC motor, chances are it's going to let you down. So we as a company made some decisions that we don't want customers to experience any problems with their new heat pump. And so we all sat in a room together with our technicians and, and management, and we decided that th these were the rules that we were going to follow in order to put a, a single heat pump on a furnace. So, yes, if it's the right furnace. Correct. I'm sorry. Was that a long-winded answer? Uh, well, I, I'd lost an amount of time <laughs> on this. Well, if I just would have answered that way, you would have said, aren't you going to explain what that is? <laughs> I was in a no-win situation. You did a great job. Oh, thank you. Did I miss anything? Uh, no. Okay. Oh, it was good. Um, now, the bottom one, you talked a little bit earlier kind of about it, but how do I get all the stuff out of the bottom of my outdoor air conditioner? <laughs> well, when you look down through the fins, you ask that self that question because I've looked down my air conditioner and go, how the heck do you get that out of there? And it, you, you wonder, how, how, did it, how did that much stuff get accumulated in there in the first place? But... There's all kinds of stuff like leaves and dirt and dust. It just it just happens, um, and it just accumulates, and then it just turns into muck. And so if there's muck at the bottom of the base of your air conditioner on the inside, um, the drain holes get plugged, and it there's because it, when it gets rained on or when you spray water through it, that water has to go someplace. If the water can't escape, it just it just basically rots out the inside of your air conditioner. So it's kind of important to keep that clean. And so you, you can't do it. Um, and you, spraying a hose down through the top is not going to do it because you really can't get a direct line of sight down there. So really what we have to do, we take it apart. So we take, we take the sides off, we pull the top off. Uh, but when you pull the top off, the motor, the condensing motor is attached to that top, which is attached to a whole bunch of wires. So you just, we don't, homeowners shouldn't do this because i mean you're going to end up damaging something and then you're going to be calling this and the repair is going to be bigger than the maintenance so then that allows us to gain access to that and then we clean it up some of the issues we have is when you have one of those great big air conditioners uh we almost need a ladder yeah. in order to get up in order to get to look in in order to help get that clean so it just depends there's there's a lot going on these days and if you have a new heat pump and it's one of those big units. Um, I, I don't know. Yeah, it'll be vacuuming, you know, because <laughs> yeah, you need the long a, long a long hose. We'll yeah. have to shove it down there and do our best. But, yeah. yeah, so those are some of the challenges that our maintenance technicians face, but um, that's what we do. So call us, get us to come out there. Yes. So we just want to thank our, all of our listeners, but we really want to thank Joan Henderson for uh, finding my speed starch. I appreciate her thank you, schooling Joan. or scowling all of uh, London uh, to find it. So. Yes, scouring. 
When we're not on the radio, you can reach us at 226-499-3752 or always online at peterinch.ca. To listen to this show or any of our shows, go to peterinch.ca and hit our podcast button at the top of the homepage. As we say at the shop, life is hard by the yard. Buy from Inch. Life's a cinch. We'll see you next week.